0: We're live and we're coming to you from Nine Cedar Road in Bacosan, and it's so good for you guys to join us. You've been prayed for. We are going to jump in. How many know that this year, in some ways, seemed like it flew past? Did it just seemed like it was kind of fast to you guys. I mean, here we are coming up, finished in 2017. How many people are excited about what they believe God's going to do in 2018? Good, great expectation. So, you know, and and I I guess sometimes for some of us, it seems like it's been a long 2017. You know, when you look back over the years, sometimes we go, man, it just seems like some things are just blew by and some things are just drugged. But wherever you are on that spectrum, let's get excited about what God's going to do in 2018. Amen. So with that being said, I pray that as we go into the new year, that we are grateful and thankful about what God's done and anticipate what God is going to do. Amen. Everybody said amen. All right. Everybody's warming up here a little bit, so that's good. So I want to start off with our scripture today. I'm going to read that to you. If you got your Bibles with you, we're in First Chronicles 16, 11. I didn't click for me. Sorry. Boy, this is going to be a good message. Can I get some help back there? Can I get somebody anywhere going once? Can we click it? Got it? Was that me or you? Woo! I can't wait to see what God's going to do. Everything we own is breaking. So let's jump in here. It's good stuff. All right, 1 Chronicles 16, 11, and 12. I'm going to read that, and then I'm going to give you a little backstory on that, okay? So it starts off, and it says, Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his wonderful deeds, which he has done, his marvels, and his judgment from his mouth. Now, if you've ever taken an opportunity to read through 1 Chronicles, you'll probably say, man, it takes off kind of slow. It says this one is related to this one, that one's related to this one. It gives you the whole genealogy and and lineage and stuff like that. But if God wrote it, there's some importance to it, amen? But when we start moving on to this, I want to share what what God is doing through Ezra as he writes this down in the book of 1 Chronicles. He talks about this in here, how they want to bring unity, and they are reviewing the blessings. How many know that it's nice to review the blessings in your life? Now, we're going to do that... Corporately, as a year in a minute, but do we do that every day? How many people, when you get on the side of your bed and say, Lord, thank you that you woke me up? Thank you that I can see. Thank you that I got a job, whatever it may be. Thank you for my family. We have a lot to be thankful for. So, as we go through this today, we can take the same principles from God's word years ago and apply them to our life today. Isn't that amazing that God's word is just as fresh as when it was spoken way back when? And we can use that in our life to transform our life and make a difference. So anybody ready to review their blessings? You got a lot of them? I bet you're going to find out you have more than you really know. And I want to share here that I hope all of us can see that, you know what, growing deeper in the Lord, growing deeper in our connections with our our family here and also throughout town, you know, state, and all around the world, God wants us to be used. How many people feel like they've been used by God? A little bit. How many people have got a little bit more to give? Got a little bit more? Ooh, ooh. Good, we're going we're gonna to find that this year. We're going to work it out, man. We're going to go and see what God wants to do with this up and coming year. So with that being said, I want to just kind of give you a little background, all right? All right, Tim, you're going to have to operate on this thing here. There you go. Thank you. So one of the things I want to share, I think it's always good to kind of just review our past sessions assess the past, review, if you will, some of the things that God has allowed us to be a part of. So what I want you to look at is this. This right here is what God has worked through you guys. And I, and I used to go one at a time, but I wanted to click them all at once so you had some time to digest some of these things. This is just the tip. So some of the things that we are able to do through your giving and your prayer and, and, and you serving is Youth Challenge. Now, how many of y'all were here when Travis came? It's been a while back, he was there, he was sharing his testimony. Youth Challenge is is a group that's based out of Newport News that we support, we support, and they help folks that are going through difficult times coming uh, to a place that is God-centered and giving them the tools to overcome addiction, amen? Let me tell you, how many people watch the news and realize that is a big problem these days, amen? That is a huge, huge problem. So that's what I want us to see today that, you know what, you are different makers in that aspect of it, all right? So that's one thing right there. We can say, you know what, we can plug people in. When we have people that we minister to and they're going through a situation, maybe somebody in their family, we have some reach back. We have some Christian brothers and sisters in that lane, so, so to speak. I would say stay in our lane. In that lane that can help other folks that deal with stuff like that. How about this, the local food pantry. Anybody ever been hungry before? I probably can't say that. I think I'm hungry every day about quarter of 11. You know, I'm thinking, man, I'm hungry. But you know what? There's folks that rely on the goodness and giving of others to have a meal. And we've been able to do that corporately. I want to tell you that. See, what I started here, I want to start here where we do stuff local and see how God grows it globally. Okay, y'all with me on this? So remember we had Cindy Hahn come in and she talked about serve the city. We're able to help and support some of those things i like you guys to see what's going on because a lot of times we can get so busy in what we're doing, we don't realize what's been done. This is how God has used you guys, alright? Alright, and also, also Union Mission. Union Mission is based out of Norfolk. We support that over there as well. And Union Mission gives people a place to stay and feeds them and gives them the Word of God. Amen? So I want us to see today that we are difference makers. Have y'all heard of this by any chance? The God's God Ministry. If you haven't heard of that. I came up with something today. And I'm guilty. I'm going to just come come clean. If you have not had one of these guys. Got a bracelet. And many of y'all know here. How through one sermon. Transform one man's life. And transform many people's life as we go. Amen. And that's just huge. And uh, Dave and Gloria started this out. Some time ago with the bracelets and t-shirts. And Dave's sister's been behind it. We come alongside. Things like that. And like Dave always says. It's not just for him. It's for Anybody. It's for everybody. God's love and God's grace and God's mercy is for, for anybody. So I, I want to start something. If you don't have one of these bracelets, I want to encourage you to grab one. And if you have that bracelet on and you wear it all the time and it and it gets wore out like mine did, you have kept it too long. You should have gave it to somebody. That's what the Lord was showing to me. I said, well, I need to update that. He said, well, should have gave it away. I'll give you another one. Okay. So I'll tell you what, if we get if we have a bracelet, just, let's just set this into 2018. If we have a God's got a bracelet, it and it's starting to wear, that means we ain't been doing what we supposed to be doing. <laughs> we, we haven't taken full opportunity of passing it on, all right? So that's just a little reminder. I'm going to say that if it's starting to wear, we need to share. Woo! Boom! I like that one. How about that? Don't worry, I ain't going to rap, guys. Y'all, my kids are going, oh, no, man. Well, keep on going. So through that ministry there. The oncology ministry started up. We got some fine folks here that go out and share and bring food and different things like that and talk to folks and all that. I appreciate that. If you want to be a part of more of these things going on, get with us, we will get you with the people that are doing it. If you've got some more ideas, let us know so we can keep on moving on. How's that sound? What about this? We've been able to do some stuff just through local restaurants for Tita Outreach. They've been doing several things. They had uh, they, fed folks for uh, Turkey Day, Thanksgiving. Uh, there was a family that was in need. We were able to come alongside. And then with the Christmas gifts, amazing. There was over 1,500 gift, Christmas gifts given out like boom, wrapped around the shopping center to be able to share with some folks like that. And guess what? There was all types of stuff that you guys did behind the scenes. And I know for sure a lot of people got a God's It God bracelet in that deal. You know, we want to keep it God-centered. Coins of hope. We were able to, to sponsor a lot of these ministries from that, not just that, but, but through that, see, when we started the Corns of Hope ministry a while back, the Lord had just laid on my heart to show how much he will do when we entrust him with little. Little is much in the hands of God. Now, that isn't the only thing we do, as you can see. But what i like to show you guys as we go through time, just loose change can make a drastic change in someone else's life. Amen? That's, that's just amazing. We want to thank you all for that. How many people were part of Operation Christmas Child? I think everybody had a little skin in the game. Man, that was really cool to help people and bless people all over the world through giving and doing that. All right? Now, here's something kind of cool. I'm a stat guy. Through the live stream and attendance and stuff, counting the live stream and everything, up 23% a year. That's cool. That's reaching people for Jesus all around the world. Amen? That's super cool. Do you know that God doubled the size of the Bible study this year? Do you know that there's still room for you? Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Tuesday night, seven to eight fifteen. Anybody watching? You guys jump in anytime. The great thing about our Bible study is this: it is very laid back. It lasts about an hour and fifteen minutes. We try to hold it right to that. Come as you are. We usually watch a film, or we study a little bit of that, and then we just talk about it. It's 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 no problem. I don't. You know, a lot of times people say, "Well, I don't know that much about this," and I don't. You know, let's learn together. Let's do that together. So utilize the tools that we have in place. To grow in your faith, amen. What else we got? Also, with, with the live stream stuff, maybe you guys know this, maybe you don't. We have a YouTube channel, we have the Keep the Promise app, we have the Facebook page that we do the live stream on, we have the website that you can go to, and Twitter account also. But in the last year, we have been able to produce over 155 videos about Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap. Is that all right? We're gonna keep on doing. We're gonna keep on doing. Now, this kind of came in with some of the floods and some of the, the, the different storms and stuff. We were able to help. Rosie comes from time to time, uh, she's a good friend of Angela's, and she took it on to do uh, a ministry of bringing eyeglasses to folks in Puerto Rico that were going through stuff. Without your support and without your presence, we couldn't do that. Transforming people's lives. I tell you what, I had to sign some paperwork yesterday, and I was in my buddy's office, and I thought, I know that I had my glasses. And I so first thing I do, I blame Denise. Do you have my glasses? No, couldn't get away with that one. So my buddy, he grabbed some and he says, here, use these. Man, I thought I was gonna burn the paper off the desk. Man, they were like prescription ashtrays. I said, man, I got a headache just signing papers, doing some stuff. And then he came out a few minutes later, he says, how's them glasses working out? I said, they're doing all right. He said, well, how about these that were on the floor in my office? <laughs> I don't understand. These new glasses I got, I have stepped on them three times and every time I step on them, they break. It's amazing. But the guy at Costco keeps coming back. Eyeglass Ministry, we need one right here. Amen. But that's what I want to say all around the world. So you know that we talked about this many times. And I want to get some more pictures as we go and grow on this. Our, our sister church in the Philippines has been a huge blessing. Huge blessing. Folks are getting saved, transformed, and doors are open and wide over there. That's what you guys do. That's what you're a part of. And also through the app. Tim did run some numbers and different things. It goes out to India. It goes out to South Korea and Nigeria. I could actually pronounce all of them. There's some places that I can't even pronounce. But I wanted to take a minute to say thanks. I wanted to take a minute for you to actually see how God is using you every day, all the time. You know, you say, well, I, I don't feel like I'm part. Do you pray? You're a part of that. Do you give? You're a part of that. If you're in here, you're a part of that. And if you're online, same thing. We got room for folks to serve, amen? God is doing a mighty work. So as we look back and review the blessings of 2017, like Tanya said, corporately or individually, think about the things that God has allowed you to do, the things that that, that people have been able to do. I I might have jumped over to the one-on-one ministry. I don't want to go, I didn't want to miss that. One-on-one ministry, some that you guys share with me, some that you don't. That is huge. Maybe you're writing a card to somebody here. Maybe you're saying, you know, there's somebody at work, and I'd like us to pray for them. Let me tell you what. That is huge. We will serve the Lord, and we will impact lives. If it's one soul at a time, it's worth it. Amen? If it's one soul at a time, it's worth it. And I'm going to tell you what. I, I love in, 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 the, in the Gospels where it talks about the, 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 the sheep, the 99 sheep. You know, who has, a, who has 100 sheep and one walks away? And he leaves the 99 to go get the one. We wrote a song about it. It's called Sheep 100. It just popped in my mind. We haven't sung that in a while. Maybe we'll share that soon. Every one of us at one time was that Sheep 100 that God was willing to go after, that God was willing to lay his life down. Jesus was willing to come and shed his blood and, and, and give his life for us so that we could come back into that sheepfold Amen. That's what I want us to hear today. So with all that, never underestimate what God can do to a willing vessel. Now let me ask you something. Are you a willing vessel? Are you a willing vessel? See, a lot of times at the end of the year we look at stuff and we say, man, I'm going to get going. Come next year, whoo, I'm into it. Anybody do that? We're going to lose weight. We're going to save money. We're going to attend church all the time. We're going to do this. We're going to wash the car once a week. going to walk the dog. name it. Whatever. We're going to do all these things. Let me ask you, do you got a plan? You got a plan. You got to have a plan. You don't don't drift on course. When I set my mind to lose some weight, I had to have a plan because I lost a lot of weight many times. Five pounds on, five pounds off. Five pounds on, five pounds off. How about you guys? I didn't have a plan. But when you set a plan and you set goals, things change. So I pray as a church, we set spiritual goals for ourselves to grow in the Lord. Utilize the Bible study, utilize the ministries here. If God has laid something on your heart that we need to, to be a part of, let us know because we want to move forward in this new year for Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen. All right, let's go to the next one, guys. All right, I'm going to share this. I'm going to move right through my notes. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. In order to do that, we need to what? Seek the Lord. We need to seek the Lord. Amen. First Chronicles 16, 11, Again, I just pulled it right back up to remind us. Seek the Lord in his strength, his face continually. Remember his wonderful deeds, which he has done. Amen. Thank you, brother. And I want us to look at that. As we prepare for the new year as a church family, as we do this, either individual or well, we need to take hold of God's word. Amen? Everybody got a Bible? Maybe you don't have it with you today. I always encourage you to make sure you open that baby. Read that. There's a lot of different reading plans that we can do. There's a lot of different things. I want us to tap into stuff. Hey, look at this. All these resources. Any resources that we have to keep the promise or if you're listening and you need uh, something that we can get to you, let us know. We'll do our best to get it to you. How many people have taken advantage of our daily bread? These are great, great little devotions that you can do to just spark some, some things in your heart about God. Always, i always going to tell you, God's word is first. But I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of things that God uses other people to compile to encourage us, amen? Always go back to God's word. All right, and don't forget this, with the, uh, the new year and everything else, don't forget you probably need your new KTP sticker, amen? Had to throw it in there, right? And people's gonna say, "What is that? How many people know what that stands for?" Everybody knows that it stands for "Keep the Promise," right? I'm gonna share that real briefly. A lot of times, people say, "Okay, well, what is that?" Keep it KTP 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 short is, for, is short for "Keep the Promise." And a man on his deathbed spoke into my life and said, "Buddy, keep the promise of what you're doing. Continue to serve the Lord." And from that, over 20 years, do you know? In January, we will be going 20 years strong and sharing Jesus. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a prayer. Now, think about that. If God can use a man on his deathbed within hours of him leaving this place and change my life and change other people's life, what could God do in your life, in your life, in her life if we were listening, if we would just speak what God has given us? Man, don't hold back when you know, when you know that God has spoken to you and I want you to look at this here. We're going, to, we're going to walk through it. It says, seek the Lord and his strength in his face. Let's keep on rolling, man. Let's break it out. His strength. Paul's got it down. How many know Paul needed some strength in some of the stuff he went through? If you ever think you had a bad day, read up on the life of Paul. Shipwrecked, beaten, everything else. I, I ain't got enough time to name all the different things. And he says that his strength comes from the Lord. Look at this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Have you had that? That's a great memory verse to get in your heart. How many people are going to take and use some of the memory verses? Look, we already got them on the back of our our handout. We already picked some out for you each year. Amen? Look at this one. This week, Psalm 6511. You crown the year with your bounty, and your carts overflow with abundance. Amen? That's some good stuff right there. You could just take these, and if you learned each one of those, you'd have 52 under your belt, right? 52. Now, I'm not saying I got them all down, but I'll tell you what, we do go over them, amen? Anytime we can get the Lord's Word in our heart and hide it in our heart and cultivate it, let me tell you, you're going to come out big. So look at this. How many people try to do things in their own strength? How many people, as time goes by, find out they're not as strong as they think they were? How many know this? This is really amazing, right? This is, you know when you start getting a workout and everything and do some stuff first the year, you're gonna get back in the gym and all that. So what i started, I started like two weeks ago so everybody thought i have been doing it the whole time when they come, but I
1: haven't. Right, that's my
0: thought. I said, oh man, I've been, how long have you been here? Oh man, I've been here for weeks. Yeah, I've been over there by the water fountain. <laughs> is it time to go, Jesse, is it time to go? You know, but think about it. We try to this, and this thing right here is an amazing machine, this brain. Not mine, but in general. Because you think you can do it, boy. Don't you? I said, man, that ain't no big deal. I get over there. Whew. I went to move that light right there earlier today. And I got stuff down here that pulled and stretched and everything else. I thought, Michael, can you get up?
1: I went back over here like this. I was like,
0: what's going on? In our mind, we think we can just jump up and go. All right, but we got to have a plan. And if we want the master plan, we got to go to the master. Amen? We got to have God's word on it. And don't get overwhelmed if you review your life and you got a couple of things that just didn't go out, go right this year. Did anybody have some things that didn't go perfect this year? Everybody. Is there some things over the last year that you might have made some course corrections? Okay, I'm going to pray for y'all right now. I had two people go, "Mm." how many people need a lot of course corrections? Man, sometimes it's momently. We got to make those course corrections. It's okay as long as we're aligning up on God's Word. That's the course. That's the path that we want to chart, amen? And God is so gracious to do that. And he gives us the strength to walk it out, amen? Well, let's see what else. The other part of that is that seek his face continually. Now, i want to break that down. I'm going to tell you, this, this is what this means to me. I said so often we seek his hand and not his face. We want the fix more than we want the Father. Woo, that's painful, isn't it? That's why I was writing that last night. I said, ooh, Lord, that is, that's That's something. When we seek his face, we have a relationship. The hand is sure to follow. God's hands never gets too, get too full to reach out to his children that he loves dearly. Just look at your own life. Moms and dad. in most cases, I'll say you see this. Moms and you will do stuff for your kids that you would never do for your wife and, and husband. Amen? Amen? I thought, gosh, if I just got treated that good, that would be great. I get treated pretty, pretty, pretty good, and also I also had somebody say, "Man, I know you 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 pick on your wife a lot. It must be a long ride home." Let me tell you, I love my baby. She's good, and so I want to tell you this. You know what? You got to be able to laugh at yourself sometimes. Amen. Got to be able to laugh at yourself sometimes. So let's do that, right? Now you think about your kids. They come along. They will drool on you, erp on you stick their finger up your nose, and you think it's the greatest thing going, don't you? Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Now, that's just one level of it. And, you don't, and, and really, it's hard to understand that until you really get it. See, when I came on the scene, when me and Denise got married, Thomas was two. He could say, that hurts. I don't like this. I'm hungry. I, I could work with that. I didn't ever have a brand-new baby. But then Jessica came along. And I told Denise, I said, hey, uh, um, I don't know what to do. I don't want to hurt nobody. You know, I, I, I don't know. You know, she said, you, you'll you figure it out. I, I'll help you, right? So, you know, Jesse crying, something run running there. I said, what's going on? And I look, and I see two more eyes running. Mama. She's tra- teaching me, training me. She told me, she said, I just want you to know one thing. When we have a new baby, you will not sleep for a year. Denise <laughs> just was born. She wouldn't take him house, out of the house for 30 days. It was like he was doing time. <laughs> 30 days in a hole, which means we don't get to go out too much. Finally, praise God for Smitty's on King Street. I got her, chiseled her out in the minivan. We got over there. We get up there, and she said, you don't need to roll that window down that far. I'd like to get two better burgers. <laughs> and some apple sticks. And a hot dog. And I know she said, that, they'll never get them drinks through that window. <laughs> I'll go fast, baby. I'll go fast. Right. Oh man, I said, that was a big thing for us. You know? She's like, okay. I, and, and I don't even know where Jesse is because he looks like the, the what is that? The, I can't say it. Abominable snowman? Did I say it? Right? The snowman? You got everything on him? She, all I see, I knew he was my boy. I seen the nose peeping out.
1: <laughs> I said, I say, you a
0: chapman, boy. You a chapman. So he's in there like that. And there's all that. said, here, come get Jesse. Okay. All right, let's go. Oh, we got more stuff. We got more stuff. We got bottles. We got this. We got stuff heated. We got all these things. And the reason I'm saying that, you see? What love does? Love to make sure you got it. Love will keep you in a long, long line when you don't want to be there because your kid wants that toy. Amen. Think about that. How many baseball games most folks been to? Hockey games, all that. Sitting there, you know, you wouldn't care if the Redskins were playing. You had a front row seat. Say it's cold. We're going on. But if Junior's out there and you're like, "Woo!" <laughs> Are you looking at me? I'm looking at you. You know, kid. Why did you? Did you see that? Yeah, they want you watching the whole time. Do you know God's watching the whole time? God's looking over you. God's loving you. Now, I, I hit the parents. Let's get real crazy. How about grandparents? I'm not one yet, but, man, I got grandcats and I love them too. Grandparents really go in deep. I mean, really deep. I'm telling you, boy. Grandmama is in the king of spoiling business, granddaddy, too. But grandmama's more vocal. Right so we go to eat the other day. we we'll take everybody out to eat. Now, Jesse can eat, man. He can eat. And I appreciate that because the boy realized he's about to break me, right? He said, well, I'm good. I'll just get something else when I get home. He already had a dinner, right? His grandma said, "Emma said, honey, you want something else to eat? I'll go get it for you. You just go get what you want. You go get what you want. You ain't going to come up short with grandma, right? I mean, I would have went and gotten something else. I'm thinking, man, boy, you eating everything. Well, see, when grandma's around, you're going to get what you're going to get. And I know from going to some of these wonderful ladies' house around here, and you go and visit. If I go see like Miss Madge, right? I go see. I go see uh, Miss Karen. I just go ahead and take my medicine. And what I mean by that is, they're going to feed you while you're there. Don't say, "Well, I don't want really, to." They say, "Well, well Miss Georgia got something over there. Everybody, How y'all doing?" Well, I don't really want anything, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll take one of those. <laughs> well, get something for Denise. You know, all this I, I love it, man. I because that's what love does. Love gives. Love gives. But you know what? I want us to take a look at that from just a human standpoint. And then from a grandparent standpoint. What about from God's standpoint? Are we really seeking his face? Are we really, you know, I, I remember this one when, when Jesse was going, he would just, I know it's fascinating. Most kids are fascinated with the size of my nose. They just go, dang. But they're just looking Just looking at you You know, it's amazing Y'all have that happen? They just stare at you You know, and you're looking back Looking back And just, man, when we go Oh, I tell you, I used to Man, we had a car bed about, about this big I can tell you where every slap was on it We had one right there Yeah, one right there Dad, come on, start out with me All right Okay, get in there Okay, you see? Get my arm right in there He wants to talk Tell me a story I love that boy Tell me a story. You know, I love to talk. And then I'm talking so much. And then he says, stop talking. He's trying to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right, we do doing it. Laying there. Everything is. And he goes, your eyes are still open.
1: <laughs> your
0: eyes are still open.
1: That's good.
0: Well, I don't think Thomas got away with that. We used to play all types of games, too. I'm coming at this from the family thing. To show you the love of a father. Show you a love of, of, of a parent. And try to give you a glimpse of, of just how much God loves us. If you really want to know how much God loves you, look at what Jesus did on the cross. We, I, I've shared this many times. Maybe you guys have got some different phases in here. When Thomas was, was young, we used to live it up all the time. Because was the first eight years, it was just me, Thomas, and Denise. We played hard, man. I mean, we did karate. We did all this stuff, flying kites and everything else. And every other Saturday, Denise had to work. It was dad time. Dad time. People would be jealous of dad time. Other kids be like, I wish I could go with that. We would play hard. We would do everything. We'd go to Tommy's restaurant. Anybody been there? Who, Go right over to uh Chuck E. Cheese over there. You know how many times that kid has gone up and down in that rocket? About a million and sixty-four times. Again, again. And then we get over there and I'm so, I said, let's go over there and kill those little possums. Whatever it is. I'm just, I gotta come back with my neck going up and down. What is a little thing? You know, whack-a-mole. Whack them all, whatever. Kill a possum. <laughs> you see what y'all are missing? I don't know if I'm not being here. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Butter was talking about killing possums today. Oh, You'll remember that. But we would get on that whack-a-mole and all that. There you go. We would just play and we'd do all that stuff and come back. And then we'd come back and then we would take a nap. Because then, we, and then Denise would come on. we'd hey, what's going on? Oh, we've been getting with the program, man. I still got sheet marks on my face. How many times I
1: <laughs> Living it
0: up, man. I love it. And get the kids next door to play. How many people get the kids next door? Man, my yard when we lived in Fox Hill looked like a dust bowl. They would come over. They had three boys over there. And then Thomas, everybody would hang at our house. I like that. And see, it's funny because they think I'm a big kid. And they'd go, can you come out and play? <laughs> I said, one minute. Baby, can I go? She said, "Don't. we're going to eat in a minute. I said, we get out there, get playing. And I had them kids next door like this. Boom, boom, boom. It's like that. Thomas like right in the middle. So we get out there, and I try to be safe. I really do. I try to be safe, but boys will be boys, right? We get out there. I said, Thomas, be careful. Stand over here. Don't just stand right there. Stand right. Don't go over there. One of the kids, whack up, kick him in the face with a ball. Boom. Got him sitting over here. Here we go back over here. Thomas is sitting about over here. Going back. There, now we, I said, well, let's, just, let's, let's play wiffle ball. Oh,
1: boy.
0: <laughs> the boy probably still coming over there now. He just got married. I saw that he got a lump on his head.
1: <laughs> Thomas whacked
0: the neighbor in the head with the wiffle ball. I almost took him out. Right when his dad pulls in, I go, I, I got it. And so all they see is my boy pounding on his head. But he didn't see his boy kicking my boy in the face with the ball. Does that ever happen to y'all? Yeah. Seek the Lord. <laughs> Seek the Lord. I got to think.
1: Yeah, I was like, you can't do that.
0: He, I mean, he was over there eyeing him up. You say, well, how in the world are you talking? Why are you bringing this in? Because I'm going to tell you what. Did I love him any less? No. Did I have to correct him? Yeah. And guess who comes home when I got all four boys crying? Denise. <laughs> what in the world is going on here? I'm trying to explain everything else. And the guys, the oldest kid said, we're just going to go home, Mr. Buddy. Because <laughs> they knew I was on it, boy. That was it. I was like, okay, we're just going in here. But we had some fun, man. We get out there doing all that stuff. The niece had the room just so. The time she was all these little cowboy things around here, all that. Jessica got all. Well, we got this out. We got Redskins, the ODU in the room. Mamas do that stuff. Because mamas love you. I mean, they'll go. I, I always say this. If one of my boys had a bruised piece of fruit in their lunch, I could see my wife be swimming out there. I'll get it to you. i get it to you. She loves them boys, man. She is out there. That's dedication. That's good. You know what? That's one of the many things that I love about. She is an awesome mom. She's an awesome mom. And let me tell you, I thought all that was built in. But before I got married, I dated a few people, and they weren't built in. <laughs> Amen? I'm like, oh, this is not a long-haul relationship. But man, when we see folks loving one another, doesn't it draw you to that? I see some smiling faces back there. I see mama back there Terry Pat, them boys. You got them right in the middle, right where she like. Mama's in the middle. Got her baby boy home. Dang it, see it, I love it. It's amazing. You just want to do. But you know what? Young folks, I can say that now. Get ready to have another birthday. Are you seeking the face of those that you love? Are you seeking the face ultimately of God? I want to bring it down to our level. How often do you call your mom? All right. Watch your toes. You check in with your dad? You see what's going on? See what's going on? Anybody that knows me knows this is a true statement. I am a mama's boy. Proud of it. Call my mama. Ready to go. What's going on? See what's happening. You know, because I know at 88, I don't know how many more Christmases I'm going to get. But we had a good one this year. And guess what? I'm going to go over there right soon as I leave here today. I enjoy my mom's company. How about you guys? I understand that everybody's relationships and families is not the same. I understand the dynamics are different. But I will tell you this. I can tell you one that is tried and true. It's a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And as you draw closer and, and seek his face, he will cultivate in your heart what needs to be done. Amen? Got a little sidetracked, but it's always good, isn't it? Here we go. How many people? He says in here, he says, we need to remember the deeds. That he, you ever think back about different times at Christmas time? You kind of relate. I was talking to some folks today. I was talking to Teresa. Just a couple years ago, you know, lost a mom and different and things. Sometimes we think about those that have been gone and be with the Lord. We kind of reflect on that. What do you think about that? Think about some of the crazy stuff? I remember one time my mom was in the hospital and my dad was cooking. And and she was supposed to come home, but it was Thanksgiving. And we had my dad, I don't know what it is. It's kind of like a guy thing. You got to get the biggest turkey that you can fit in the, in the oven. I mean, my dad's breaking things and getting it in there, right? And he put it in there. And he said, look, we're going to do this. We're going to have this ready for mom tomorrow. Mom's coming home. Everything's going to be good, all right? Thank the Lord for this big nose, Because about 2 o'clock in the morning, I found out our house was on fire. My dad, trying to take care of me and my sister back and forth to the hospital and everything else at work, evidently turned it, instead of off, he turned it to broil. Now, I'm going to tell you what. that I eat anything now. But at that time, I didn't like onions. The onion probably saved my life. I laid down Probably the same thing. I said, like, what is that? And we lived kind of by the corner, and a car came around, and the light shined through my window. And I, all I saw was gray. All I saw was smoke. I couldn't even see back then, clock radio. Any, don't y'all know what a clock radio is? <laughs> that was cool. I was hip, man. I had a clock radio. and thing, It was one of those real fancy ones, because when it goes over, like, click. How do you even sleep through that? Click. I couldn't even see it. And I was like, man. I felt like Wolfman Jack. I went in there and I said, Hey, Dad. <laughs> hey, Dad. I said, What? Oh! My dad runs in there. Get your sister. Get your sister. We're running out of there. We're all herping and coughing and everything. And my dad said, Look out! And he grabs this big thing and he takes it out there, man. Got the turkey in it. Who? Throws it out in the backyard. Boom, boom, boom. Opened all the house up, all. Man, he knows he's going to have to pay. Now, mom's coming home and the house smells like burnt bird. <laughs> Everything's open, man. It's Panic City. So the neighbor kids come over to and say, What in the world happened over here last night? I said, My dad had a big turkey and it accidentally he burned it up and everything else. He said, Well, let's look at it. Me and my buddy, so we're t- we going like this going over
1: there.
0: Took the top of it off. It looked like a crow.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that thing, he pop smoked it down. He put the original smoker in it. I mean, he smoked it down to a sparrow boy with a bad hair I mean, down at it now. I said, I told Dad, I said, Dad, we gotta get rid of that before mom comes home. He said, We're having chicken today. <laughs> Your mama likes chicken. We got chicken. But you know what? All those things. All stuff, I remember that. That was crazy, but I remember it from a different perspective now. It's kind of funny. It was it was scary then. But I remember now, you know what? Thank the Lord that he woke us up. See, it's not using the flame that gets you, it's the smoke that gets you. Do you know that so much smoke being blown in the world today? You know where I'm going with this, right? So many, oh, you need to do it this way, and you ought to do this, and fake news, and this and everything. We can get overwhelmed with that. I want you to remember what God said about you. I want you to remember what God says that he'll do. I want you to remember all that God has promised us. I want you to remember that, you know what? As we seek the Lord, we walk in his strength. As we seek his face and continue to seek his face and run the race with his strength. Isn't it wonderful to think back on the things that God has done for you? How many people remember before they're saved and now they are saved? Remember that? Sometimes for some people, it's a difference. Does that mean that everything went right since you said, Lord, come into my life and save me? No. But I'm going to tell you what. There's still work to be done. How about you? There's still work to be done in my heart. But let me tell you what. The main deal is done on the cross. It is finished. Amen. We need to continue to remember who we are and whose we are. Somebody say amen. Let's keep on rolling. Look at this. Matthew 6.33, one of my favorite verse. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. It did not say he will give you everything you want. There's a difference. I got what I need. I got more than I need. I have been blessed. How about you guys? Many, many, many of us that are here have been blessed. We got a place to stay. We've got, you know, we 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 haven't missed a meal. We've got, you know, amazing family. We've got folks that love us. We've got folks that pray for us. All these things. Man, take a minute and remember all that God has done for you. But see, what happens is we get this messed up, right? And it says, see, the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. How do we live righteously? By keeping the book open, by seeking the Lord, by making adjustments in our life. And Lord knows I need to make them as I go, too. Friends, I'm going to tell you. I just want to take a minute. You guys know me. I'm preaching to me first. I know you get sick of me saying that. But I tell you, I humbly come before you and know that, you know what? There's life adjustments for everybody. Start with me. And you know what? As we go into this, I want to make those adjustments. I want to hear from the Lord. And he says, and he will give you everything you need. When you receive Jesus Christ in your life, you have everything you need for the long haul. God will provide. Amen. I want us to see that and hear that today. But you know what? As we go on so many times, we think God is a genie in the bottle, not the God of the universe. We think, okay, well, I'll say this, and he'll do this and all that. Let me tell you what. God is a good God, and God loves you. And if he did nothing else other than what he did by sending Jesus Christ, it would be more than enough. But there's so much more. And what I mean by that, He wants to love you. He wants you to be able to have that relationship. He wants you to come bold into the throne of grace. He wants you to interact with Him, and He wants us notice I didn't say you. I said us—to be a mirror Christ to others. Amen. So we need to have that plan, and we need to put it in action. Amen. So what do we need to do next? We need to apply that. So we get a plan. We're going to seek His face, and we're going to hear from God. And then, how do we apply that? Let's let's look at this. Sometimes, do you ever feel like you need a little wisdom? Always. I'm going to give you some good scriptures to write down here. Check back on them later. Keep them on your refrigerator, whatever you need to do. James one five. But if any of you, he said any of you, talking to the church now, lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. One of the things that I desire to do this year, I'm going to watch how I choose this, I want to be a extravagant giver. That does not mean, look at me. That doesn't mean any of those things. I want to be a blessing to people. Now, when you think about extravagant giver, people say, money, 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 money. I want to give them my time. I want to give them my ear. I want to give them my heart. I want to be obedient and moldable so when God says, go, that I go. I want to be obedient in those things. And if I'm going to do that, I have to apply the guidance, but I have to have his wisdom. How many know you can't do everything? We need to do, we say this a lot. Good thing, good thing, God thing. Let me translate that. There are a lot of good things. There's tons of good things. But ideally, don't we want to do the God thing? Which is the best thing? And we won't hear that if we're not listening. Amen? Let's take a look at this. Psalm 25, 4 and 5. I love this. Make me known to your ways, O oh Lord. Teach me your paths, lead me in your truth, and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day. Mm, there's a lot of meat on that I want to talk about. it. Make known to me your ways. If we're going to have God's ways known to us, we need to have his word open. We need to be listening, amen? We want to know him. We just don't want to hear him. He says we want to know him. You really want to know that. Teach me your path. Are we being moldable? Are we listening? Are we willing to, if God says, you know what, I, I need to, to, to take this and, and rework that clay a little bit, so to speak, in our life. Are we willing to be what God wants us to be? And look at this. He says, for you, I wait all the day. That's where I wanted to get to. How many know God always answers prayers? And people go, hmm. Let me finish. Sometimes it's yes. Sometimes it's no. And sometimes it's wait. No is pretty tough sometimes, isn't it? Wait sometimes even harder, isn't it? Wait. I've been waiting 32 seconds. You know? Wait. I want to I speak on this just a minute. We can probably preach a whole sermon on this. As you wait, bathe your heart in the word of God. Soak your mind in the word of God. God is doing a work in you so he can do a work through you. You know what I'm saying? And don't think you're the only piece of the puzzle on the board. Sometimes God's working some other things out in other people, in other jobs, in other situations, in other time frames so that you and me will be at the right place at the right time. Amen? That's what you call a divine appointment. Are we willing to trust God enough when he says wait? It takes faith, doesn't it? How many people are patient? Honest crew, not a hand in the place. We're not patient. We're not patient at all. I mean, I tell you what, I can be really, really like, Ben. I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, brother. He's like, I'm just messing with you, brother. As as a rule, I mean, how many, you know, this is coming on. I can't wait. I'm ready. I want it yesterday. I don't feel good. I want to be better. If I'm broke, I want the money. Fill in the blank. If I'm hungry, I want the food. You know? All those different things. But God is working through those things to line us up. I remember, like I said, we're going into 20 years of ministry. When I knew that God, it was very clear that God called me into ministry, I had no idea it would take 20 years to get to this point. If God would have moved any faster, you ought to see me up here like this. One minute. You know what I mean? It takes time for us to develop as He grows. Just like with your child. You don't turn around and say, well, let's go to the gym today. Let's see, okay, you're 17 years old. You weigh this much. All right, go ahead and bench press that 350 pounds. same with God. He loves us through each and every step. And the more we feed on the Word, the more we can grow. And that's just the way it is. It's no different than any other thing that we deal with, is it? You wouldn't turn around, you know, and say, well, I'm just going to go out into the world. I'm going to do this. I'm going to start a rock and roll band. I guess I need a guitar, right? Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and I'm going to set the world on fire. I'm going to do this and everything else. Well, maybe you need some good foundation." The foundation we need in any part of our life, whether it's playing music, searching for a mate, doing a good job, whatever it is. Let me tell you, I'm going to boil it on down. We need a foundation of Christ. We need the foundation of Christ so that we can grow into him. Amen? Let's keep on going. So look at this. How often do we take a little Spiritual inventory. Spiritual inventory. A couple of questions. Don't have to raise your hand. Just a couple of questions. Did you set some goals last year to grow in your faith? Okay. How'd you do? Okay. Not beating anybody up. Speaking to me, too. And you say you are going to read the Bible? See, this is what we do. We're going to read the Bible in a year. We're going to go to every Bible study. We're going to do this. We're going to give more, do more, this, and that. And, and, and about the third Sunday, we go, <sighs> because we're doing it in our strength. Whatever it is that God's called you to do and grow in this year, I want to encourage you with this. Let God set the pace and follow. So often we set the pace. I should be here and I should be doing this. Because you know what? I figured when I started mission, I said, man, well, we ought to be doing this and this and this and this and this. And, and thank the Lord that we weren't doing this, 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 and this. Because I had no idea how this, this, and this worked. And you could put your this, this, and this in that. That makes sense. So whatever it is, a lot of times there's things that are still working in our life. Spiritual inventory. What are we going to do this year? I'm going to throw this out here. I've said this as far as I know, the beginning of the year, ever since we've been doing ministry, and I still hold. If there's anybody that wants to grow deeper in their relationship with the Lord and wants help putting a plan or something together with that, get with me. I will help you anyway I can. Then I follow up with this. Take hold of what we already have in place. Come to Bible study. Use the app. Let's that's, that's grow. If, if the Bible study gets bigger than that, we'll make another group of that. But I'm telling you that you're not in it alone, and I'm also telling you this, that if you don't have a plan, what is it, the whole thing? If you don't plan, y'all know where I'm trying to go with it. If you don't have a plan, then you might as well plan to fail. That's the Buckrow translation. But anyway, you know, you got to have a plan with anything you do. The way you get the plan is you seek the Lord in His wisdom, and we move forward. I don't know anybody that here in the list that don't want to grow closer to the Lord. Is there anybody that does not want to grow closer to the Lord? No, we want to grow closer to the Lord. God has given us the tool and the grace, and the mercy, and the forgiveness, in the second, third, fourth, fifth, tenth, ninety thousandth chance to jump back in. So look at that. And I'm going to go with something that I know Angela loves. Boom! Jeremiah 29.11. Probably one of her favorite scriptures. I'm mine too. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. God is on your side. Just a real quick minute. When I grew up, if you were to ask me about God when I was younger, Went to church once when I was five, once when I was 30. and Many of y'all know that. If you were to ask me that, what's God like? As a young person, I would say this. He's big. He's been around a long time. He's probably waiting for me to mess up. That's what I thought. I didn't know. How about you? I didn't know how much he loved me. I thought it was rules and regulations, and man, if you get over the line... And then, you know, people try to help you. You know God's watching everything you do. Thanks. That's really encouraging, isn't it? How about God wants the best in everything you do? How about telling them, you know, God loves you so much that Jesus came to pay your sin debt in full so you can be in the family. Yesterday, I was doing some business and stuff, and I was waiting in between some transactions, and I had a wonderful time to share Jesus. And I was in this little showroom place, and it started out with one person, and then there was two people, and then there was three people, and all three of them got to hear about Jesus. And man, I tell you what, I know, I know, I'm kind of soft-spoken.
1: <laughs>
0: I said, man, I'm gonna tell y'all something good. How many people are in there? Hey, man, hey, hey. And see, you know, y'all see me do the dollar thing where you take it and walk through the gospel. I won't do it today, and everything I'm saying. And out of those three people. There was two people that said, oh, that's really cool. And there was one guy that followed me outside. And he had the look. You know what the look is? Just got God's back. He had that. Just like that. I don't know if this is real. <laughs> it just got it. Got his attention. And he come out there, and I was talking about the stuff we were doing and everything else, and and, and he goes like, oh, Mr. Buddy, I, I really appreciate you taking that time. I said, "Man, that's the best news I know. That could transform your heart, son. You understand that? Young man, probably in his twenties. And, and, and you could tell when God is using you, and when God's working. It's not a buddy thing. Because i will do this, and he'd go like this. He was totally plugged into what I was sharing right there. See, God had cultivated. God had got a hold of that man's heart in that in that two minute frame." And I put my arm around the guy. I said, you know what? I said, we take care of a little business here. But do you know anything about this business, brother? It's about you. I said, if I can do anything for you, you let me know. I said, but you've got all the pieces of the puzzle. You realize that your sin and my sin and our sin separates us from an awesome and holy God. He said, I do. I said, you do realize that there's only one way to heaven. That's what God says. you know, And I said, do you know that God loved you so much that Jesus came and paid your fine in full? All you need to do is receive it, buddy. I said, you've got every piece of the puzzle. Now, I'm not one of these guys that will put you in the headlight, and make you say some prayer or whatever. I want to give you the pieces of the puzzle. I'll lead you in a prayer, whatever you want to do. But it's not just the words you speak. It's the, the faith in what I share with you. It's the faith and the truth of the gospel that saves you. It's faith. It's by grace you're saved through faith. Not, that so, not of yourself, but it's a gift of God. Man, can you imagine going to work? Get up there and say, Man, I got to make my quota. I got to do this, and everything else, and all that. Dogs barking. You step on, you know, a cat toy and everything else. Just standard life stuff. Get up there and put your pants on. Your hair is upside down. Everything else. You got to just go to work. Tuesday's coming, right? And you get there. And all you're going to do is say, man, I just got to make my quote. I just got to do my time. I just got to do eight hours and get out of here and everything else. And then all of a sudden, in the midst of your just crazy day, God sends somebody to say, you are worth it. Wow. I hope you guys hear this today. You are worth it. You sit at home. Your hair sticking up like this. Everything else. You still got your big bathroom robot. You're worth it. Right? Think about that. You don't have to clean up to come to God. You just got to give up. You say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What I got to give up? You? You got to get out of the way, and make room for God." And I hope you guys hear that today. I want to go back through the, through the last slide and just to re, just just to, to pound that home, guys. Look at this right here. Seek the Lord in His strength and His face continually. Remember His wonderful deeds which He has done, His marvels and the judgment. I wrote this down last night. I said it was what I thought for the night, but it's so good I'm going to take it on in today. Today. To today. What would happen if we did this? Build up others. Love big. Forgive quickly. And praise Him always. What do you think would happen if we applied that in our life? Give it to you again. Build up others. Love big. Forgive quickly. And praise God always. I pray, as we close this out for right now, that we take that with us. And I pray as you go home, and maybe you go to lunch or whatever it is, and maybe if you're listening to this later on this evening, or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, as you review the blessings of this last year, review the blessings of your whole life. And realize where those blessings come from. Now, I'm going to make it... Real, I'm going to put it in real tight now. God puts people in your life, sometimes for a season, sometimes for, for whatever to speak into your life. Can you think, I'm just going ask you guys here, can you think, close your eyes for 10 seconds, think about this. Can you think of one person that impacted your life with Christ and can just raise your hand? One person. Just one person. If they're still here today, and you, can, and you can call them and tell them. Call them and tell them. Write them a note. Just say, you know what? You might not have thought you were making a difference in my life, but you know what? There was a time in my life that you really made a difference. I'm going to watch the time, but I'm going to share this story. Many of you all heard it, but it's worth repeating. When I was about 14 years old, seventh grade, we had a, a teacher uh, that was a science teacher. And she was very strict. But, man, she was great. And you, you know when somebody's firm, you can work with that. Not over here, not over there. But I remember, you can't do this probably anymore, that she shared the gospel with us. She shared the gospel message with us. And I always say I come to the Lord when I was, was 30, I kind of understood. But that right there was a big change in my life because I understood the best I could. She said, so you know what, tonight before you go to bed or anything, if, if you understand and you want to ask the Lord in your life, you need to do it. But there's a little friend of mine over there. Crazy as can be. Crazy, man. I ain't even gonna get in that song. but he was—he he was a lot of fun. But anyway, and I saw that face on my buddy Ricky that I saw on that boy yesterday. She had Ricky's full attention, and he wasn't clowning no more. He wasn't doing it anymore. And, we, and I said, "You know what we were doing?" We—I had found a little green snake that morning named Herman, and she let us keep him. I mean, I'm going right back, man. Talking about—we had the little thing. We got—we had, had Herman in there, and we we're talking about Herman, and, and how somehow we went from Herman to Jesus. See, because she used whatever she could to reach us, and that night I, I thought about that, and and I came back to school the next day, and Ricky said, "You, you, you remember what she said?" I said, "Yeah." He said, uh, "He said I did that last night." I said, "That's good, man." I said, "That's really that's awesome." Two parts of the story. Probably in 1999, maybe 98. I remember that because we did just did the first cassette tape. Me and Denise was out, and two weeks before this day came come up, I told Denise, I forgot about that woman. I said, baby, I said, I want to tell you something. There was a lady that spoke to my wife when I was in school. I said, she just popped in my mind, just popped in my mind. I wonder how she's doing. She said, I said, I'm so glad I told her because this makes it such a God story. You know? So I told her about that. We go out to eat, and we're at 2nd Street, the place down here. And I'm sitting there, I'm not thinking about anything but my spaghetti dinner, and I see a lady go goes by, goes by. Now, it's probably 1975, 70-something, we're, we're almost in 2000, I've not seen this woman. And this lady goes by, and I drop my fork, I'm, I'm gonna cry today, boy. Pow! Denise is like, what's wrong with you? I go, that's her, that's her! Just like I'm getting upset like right now, I'm not upset but excited. I guess I don't know if God's moving. I said, "That's that lady that told me about Jesus." She said, how? <laughs> be cool. She's like, "I'm gonna have a heart attack. I, I know God's moving." I was like, oh, "I gotta talk to her. I gotta talk to her." You know I'm saying? I think this lady's gonna call security. I got my long hair. I'm gonna run up and grab hold of her and start crying and start screaming out about Jesus. So I did. <laughs> so well, actually, what happened? I went out, she left, and she, I, I went out in the parking lot. I'm looking everywhere for this. I said, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I missed her. That was her. I was supposed to say something. I just knew it. My voice get high when the Lord's talking. Woo! I knew I was supposed to say something to that woman. I come back. I didn't even want it. She knew it was real because I was like, move my food over. Move the food over. The guy's moving, right? I was like, I was supposed to say something to that lady. My beautiful bride. She said, well, baby, it's okay. It's all right. Man, God brought the woman back in the restaurant. Woo! It's all over now. She comes back to leave a tip. I guess you had to go to the bathroom and get some change. I'm going over there like this. I am, Denise is like, come here, come, come, come All up in the grill like this. I'm good over there. I said, man, how you doing? She's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> She's like, yay! Back away, big boy. I said, man, I got to ask you a question. I'm crying. Everything else, I said, <laughs> here, I'll give you a dollar and leave. <laughs> I went, Ma'am, I gotta ask you a question. She said yes. I said, I said, did you teach school at Spratly Junior High School? She said yes. I said, oh, that's her. I said, were you a science teacher? She said, yeah. I said, you remember the, the snake we had, Herman? <laughs> she goes, yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> right? I said, my name's Buddy. <laughs> she said, oh, that's good. That's good, honey. She's trying to calm me down. I said, I wanted to tell you something. I said, I, I remember the other day that you told me about Jesus and this is what God's doing. I said, we started starting a ministry and, and now what's going on? And, and, man, I'm just babbling, man. She's going, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I said, we just did a CD and, and this is what's going on and God is using this. And I said, you were a piece of the puzzle. You were a piece of the puzzle. You know what she did? She didn't call security. She grabbed me. And she started to cry. And she started to weep. And I was like, "What?" She said, "Honey, you have no idea of this timing." She said, "I was just sitting here having lunch with my friend. Has been all over the world. Has done mission trips and all these things." And as I went to the bathroom and got some change and everything, I came back. I was thinking, "How my life never mattered." Said, "I never made a difference," but you told me. Well, come on, give the Lord a hand clap on that How is that Time in anything other but God There's nothing but God Hey, i can tell you what, I did some stupid stuff In my life, how about y'all How about you, 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 I'm going to make sure You, you, him, her, yeah, yeah Okay, we're well, on the same sheet I don't care when it comes to Jesus anymore It don't matter If I got to look like a fool, bring it on Don't matter because I know the deal is that if that's what he's calling me to do, he's going to make it work out. I've told you time and time again, different things. Going to the hospital. God tell, God tell you to go to the hospital pray for somebody you've never seen before. Go there and wait for the door to open. Say, lady, I, you know what? I need to pray for you. All these different things. What is it that God is nudging in your spirit for this year coming up that you might have let pass by last year? Don't let it pass you by this year. Let's pray God, we love you and we thank you for all the blessings, Lord. Oh, man, Lord, I'll tell you what. So thankful to remember what you brought us through, what you've done for us, what you allow us to be a part of. And, Lord, I just humbly come to you today and say thank you. And I pray that our hearts here are open to what God is wanting to do today. Not setting up everything for next year, next year, next year, today. Lord, I pray we come to do business with you today and open our hearts. And thank you. Show us how to love big, Lord. Show us how to forgive big and fast. Be a mirror of Christ. But ultimately, Lord, we know this. We need you. So if you're listening online and you're here today, I pray that your heart's open to this. The biggest blessing that was ever provided for anyone his name is Jesus. And friends, I pray that you receive him today. I pray that we realize this. The Bible says all of sin and fall short of glory, of God. That just means we've all blown up. We've all blown up. And our sin separates us from God. And God is awesome and holy. He can't overlook it. He is just. And what he did to make things right. He said, Jesus. Jesus came willingly to give his life as a sin sin, sacrifice for each and everybody in this world. But you need to take hold of that by faith. He said, buddy, how do I do that? He said, Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. Lord, today I believe you're the Son of God. And Lord, I need you. Forgive me of my sin. Lord, come into my life. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe in He, Lord, that you're the only way to heaven, Lord. Today, I claim you as my Savior, Lord. Come into my mind and change me and save me. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you guys were blessed with that. We got a song for you before we go today. But was anybody blessed by the message today? I pray that you count your blessings. Give a Lord a hand clap. We're going to sing out with a song. If you want to stand and snap and clap, we can do it. if you're listening today, I pray that the message touched your heart, and if there's any questions about what we shared today, hey look, drop us a line we want to encourage you in the Lord you can come check us out on Tuesday nights right here at 9 Cedar Road, from 7 to eight fifteen, and every Sunday at the same location